Charlotte Soccer Show, John Hayes, Danny Brams. We're at Triple C Brewing Company on a victory Sunday night in the Queen City. What's going on, Danny Brams? Cheers, John. We are uh, drinking how we feel, I believe, right? We're both uh, got the same uh, pull from the same tap here at Triple C, and we're drinking Golden Boys. It's a golden evening. It's about golden hour as we record <laughs> it's, this. It's all coming together, see, you know. Never say we're not thematic from time to time. We, we've got a ton to, to chat about uh, on this edition of the show. Of course, we're going to talk about the W, the 1-0 win over Inter-Miami, um, our man of the match, or maybe aptly named on this podcast our golden boy of the match. Right. Is, this, is this a new regular segment, the golden boy of the match? Uh, Triple C, if you're out there. You want to uh, sponsor our next tab? <laughs> it could become a uh, regular thing. So we've got the new formation we're going to we're going to discuss as well. It's the four three three. What uh, we had predicted to occur on Saturday afternoon. How did it look? A lot of connectivity uh, uh, between the midfield and the attack. Something maybe we haven't seen. So we'll discuss that. Um, I love the competition. All of a sudden, that's developing on the wings. Uh, offensive substitutions before the 60th minute. I'm not sure we've had that before. That paid off in huge ways? Absolutely. A a debut goal. You love a debut goal. Love a debut goal. Andre Shinoshiki. Welcome. Welcome, Andre, to the club. Uh, What a great move by Zorn to go get him. Uh, And as he was christened on uh, social media today by good friend of the show, Jess Sharman, Shinya Shimmy, uh, based on the uh, dance that uh, her partner, Will Pelagic, allegedly did in the booth, you know. Unfortunately, I haven't. I don't think any of us have been privy to see, but uh, she was blessed to see. And uh, Shinya Shimmy could become a new thing. Who knows? Maybe it'll replace the Poznan. Uh, who, who, you never know. It could be his nickname. <laughs> yeah, could be his at nickname. Least, on at the least show. could go for a nickname. Shinya Shimmy works. Uh, a solid shift from uh, Sergio Ruiz um, and Mackenzie Gaines, two two players who um, getting major starts at home in this MLS match. And a ton of corners for, for Charlotte FC. Your eyes lit up when you saw Gaines. Again, like, <laughs> my favorite thing is seeing when we get the starting 11 reveal and we both kind of check in with each other wherever, whether we're in the quarter yeah. or in the park and just like, like, oh, wow. And, like, you were you called Gaines. Well, you were happy to see Gaines. You were really happy to see Gaines. It's not about calling it and predicting it. It's just knowing that... MAR feels the same way I do about stuff. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah. It if makes you, me feel good. If When you're a Charlotte uh, supporter, if you can channel MAR and be on the same page with the, with the, the, the brain behind it all, you feel like you're in the, the flow, for sure. Exactly. So I, I see him put a Gaines in. I see him put Ruiz in. Right. He switches to the 4-3-3. And I, just, I, I think that goes to show that sometimes it, it's not rocket science. And the job that MAR does, that Miguel Angel does, is go way beyond selecting the formation. It's about making sure that these players are fit, in shape, and, and understand the system. So and by no means do I think that my tactical knowledge is anywhere near his because it's, because it's right. absolutely not. People are going to say, like, oh, why didn't Jordi Alcivar start? Oh, he's been starting. He wasn't horrible. He was the one that was trying really hard in Orlando. How does he get dropped? Because the formation changed. It has nothing to do with Alcivar. It's, we're not playing the midfield diamond anymore, and Miguel Angel wants a little slightly different personnel in there. You know? I mean... It's those kind of tweaks that put him sort of as a, a next-level manager. I'm, you know, I always like, if you ask me, I'd say he's probably the best manager in the league, but I'm a shameless homer. But, you know, I think even a neutral would have to say he's showing himself he's definitely know, better towards the top he, tier. He's definitely better than Phil Neville. Uh, Inter-Miami looked good in the pink shirt, uh, but, 
could probably come up with something better than what they offered on Saturday. Three big chances, though. Yeah, he's Beckham's buddy until proven otherwise at this point. You know, they did have a four-game win streak earlier. I, in fact, I only credited them for three last episode, so uh, anyone that was fact-checking us, uh, I was wrong there. But I did uh, <laughs> double-check myself after the fact, so I can mention it was a four-game win streak before they have now are back on a losing streak, which more suits their form. Uh, you know, and it was... It, the only thing that really bothered us at the end of the day was that it wasn't more goals because we had so many chances. Like you said, that connectivity was there. It was creating chances. We just couldn't get the finishes. And that's where your boy Gaines, as good as, you know, he, I, I love when he's on the field because he's making stuff happen. But we need to see the finish from him more. He had the reputation coming from Austin as just sort of being like a guy that got into spaces and didn't do much with it. So the... You know, there was a great play. Uh, you, there's probably a, a video. There is a video on Twitter that I saw. I even shared around a little you bit. You shared today. it with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of uh, a beautiful, beautiful play by uh, Jalen. So Carroll starts a play. Starts Carroll starts a counter, kicking it out to Jalen, and keeps running. Yeah. And then Jalen puts a beautiful ball over the top, which Gaines get runs to because he's the only he's the only person on our club that could get there. You know, yeah. That's the that's the beauty of Gaines, obviously, like you've always said. But he just boggled his first touch. Right. And he messes up the first touch. And Car- to, to his care- credit, Carroll never stopped his run and was streaking through. You feel like if, if Gaines touches that down, he's got two options. He could shoot or lay off. Yeah, you know, could. and Because Carroll was there for him. So he had, you know, all, and he had time. He had time if he just touches it down. But instead he trips all over his own feet. The ball was so beautiful from Jalen. It was too good. Maybe he was just watching it. But regardless, I will say in that moment, one thing I wanted to bring up was just the way that Carroll's body language in that moment was a lot more positive than what we've seen, uh, what I've commented on before of him, you know, kind of flapping his hands and like looking at guys. He kind of took it in stride a little better, so maybe that's some budding better chemistry. You know, they seem to be, you know, on the same page a little bit more. My theory on that is because uh, Gaines gave Swiderski service. He did times. He did. Yeah. Some crossing of the box. One moment. Gaines had had a good game. This is how you get. This is how you get on Carroll's good side. It's really simple. (laughs) Okay. You just cross the ball into the box and give him an opportunity. Like it's. It's truthfully like that's how this works. If you're the guy who always has the ball and doesn't swing it in the middle when he's working his ass off, he's going to look at you and be like, fuck you, bro. Mm -hmm. Like if you're the guy that's working your ass off and trying to give him service and you've tried to already and you're putting yourself in position and all of a sudden you feel like you're working with a winger, um, which, by the way, he did. Swiderski was in a different mood because he was playing a different system. Mm-hmm. You know, he got to, he got to work with with two different wingers instead of a strike partnership, um, which gave him a lot more freedom to own that central final third and potentially play off of runners and, and connect with that midfield group of Sergio Ruiz and Ben Bender and uh, of course Bronny Bro. Um, so just to get into that, I mean, and, and as far as Gaines is concerned, SofaScore does rate him the 6.3, the lowest starter, and I think it's because of that chance. Big chance, chance miss, miss is a huge uh, yeah. negative knock for sure in the rating system. A- a- exactly right. So I mean, and he, also like uh, just aimless crosses, crosses that don't connect. You know, five he, cro- he his had crosses need to be he better. He tried five times. I'd rather have him cross than not cross. Obviously, if he, you know, but he should also maybe try to dribble guy, bass some guys. You know, yeah. be a little more technical because you can mine the speed with that. It's a little bit more of a dangerous than just a head-down crosser. I get trying to get on Carroll's good side. You can play it to his feet. You can play it to Carroll's feet, though, at times, too. Crosses would be nice. You, you wanted to mention we should get into how Carroll is part of the guilty collective that needs to be 
better in the box when we do have these crosses. You know, we have no threat off corners. How many corners did we have in this match? I think it was 12 or 13. Um, corner kicks, 11. Sorry. 11. O almost 12. And almost all of them in the first half, yes. right? Yes, yes. So absolutely. Like early on, we were getting corner after corner after corner, and you, there was no threat. It's it's frustrating when you, when you have that many corners and you realize that there was literally like not one inch of pressure. And you go back to, I'm thinking of two corners that led to goals this season for Charlotte FC. So it's not like they haven't done it before. It's the first ever goal in the club's history against Atlanta. Adam Armour gets up high and gets it done. We don't get to we don't have we don't get him anymore this season unfortunately. Yeah. Get well out. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to cry on the show about yeah, that yeah, at some yeah. point. So, that's a bonus episode for yeah, sure. Yeah. Get me not on my first beer on my 6th or 7th and then we'll we'll talk about Adam Armour and how disappointed I am that he won't be back for Charlotte FC. But the other one was the the Olympica. So like in both instances, it's 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 a combination with a player who we no longer have and a, right. and no combination that leaves us with zero <laughs> threat in the box basically yeah. for sure exactly so so I think we just heard uh, last call siren so yep. I will be right back Charlotte Soccer Show. Just finished off the last sip of my Golden Boy because it was indeed last call. Uh, Danny Brams with the re-rack of the Golden Boy. We just snuck in there. We, we certainly did, and they did us a service here at Triple C. Great, great, great place to be because we're so far away from the entrance, she came out of the front door with a megaphone and said, last call, just so we would right. hear it. Right, yeah. There's a, there's a big... Uh, party going on watching some Stanley Cup playoffs indoors we're out here on the patio a little chilly a little chillier than you might have thought <laughs> in mid-May but no uh, we're having fun out here and uh, great bar service here as you would expect from a class operation and I will say that uh, I won't miss last call one way or the other but the megaphone definitely helped <laughs> it certainly did so you heard about you heard our match reaction and we discussed a lot of what we wanted to discuss, but um, just to round out that conversation. Yeah, just, it got a little abbreviated. Yeah, just to round out that conversation, just just very briefly, is that the, this, and I think put a bow on it, is is that um, the four three three, um, sometimes a four one four one. To be honest with you, some in some situations. In yeah, some if, situations. if Ruiz or Bender was moving up, Brand could sure, still yeah. Ronnie Bro could play right. back. Yeah, and and have freedom there. Um, so, just to put on a wrap, uh, put a wrap on this conversations is that we love the new formation and we were very happy with how it played, right? Yeah, and then we, I mean, we got to we got to mention the subs a little bit more. I feel just because yeah. of how you know you you top, touched on it off the top. Well, we got to get our give our golden boy first. Well, what if the golden boy's one of the subs? Oh, what if the golden boy's one of the subs? Geez. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not tipping my hand here, but Andre Shinyashirmi was the one sitting in the throne at the end of the match, uh, getting the love from the Min Street End, wearing a crown on his head. So, does that make him our golden boy? That's giving me up to you. If you're ready to reveal, I, I just, you know, I just I want am. to shout out MAR for the earliness of the subs, which you touched on off the top again, and uh, it was something we had been calling for. Like, every time we had a good offensive substitution, you know, so Gaines came in way too late in Orlando, I thought we were down a goal. You know, there were earlier incidents earlier in the season you've mentioned, I know, and it's like, 
this time MAR knew that Fuchs was down. The captain's down. The captain's hamstring. We haven't even mentioned that yet, but we were going to get into it. We, we could probably touch that in a few minutes. Good thing McCoon is there. Of course, McCoon. What a great, you know. But what was the stroke of genius was to say, okay, we've had a slowdown in the game. The game Fuchs been down for a while. Fuchs was down six minutes or so. That, that's a bunch of extra time there was, I believe. So there's a slowdown in this game. This game needs to reset, restart quick. Yeah. Let's make the offensive subs right now at the same time as the injury sub and just do it all together. And just, it worked. It was brilliant. It was. Jordi and Shinya got plenty of time to go out there and run, and they started making things happen early, and they connected. And that's why I talked about uh, competition at the wings, mm-hmm. right? Is because this was like a clear, like, speaking of hockey earlier in the show, you said the hockey player that's going on. It's like a line shift. Right. It, it was, was a line it was, change. It was a winger it was shift. A, it was a brilliant line change for them. And, and, sure. and by the way, in Rios... Danny Rios, the bouncer, got some time at the end of the of match, which was great to see. Right. Uh, he came in in the 86th minute, and he was a threat for the last right. uh, t- almost 10 minutes of the game because there was five pre- minutes of extra time. Yeah, we're still pressing for a goal at that point, and it would have been nice. Again, we we needed more than one goal because they did threaten. You know, It's not like Miami was total lame ducks. As much as Alice was choking out that heron on the TIFO you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, at, shout the, out. at the beginning of the match, which was awesome. Uh, they did show a little bit of life. You know, we, we kicked their ass, but they still showed some signs of life, and that should probably lead us to the discussion of uh, your golden boy. Absolutely. It's it's Christian Kalina. It's the man of the match. It's the golden boy of the match today at, at Triple C Brewing Company. Uh, Christian Kalina, he made three big saves that... Massive. In, in this match, if any of those shots go in the net, I, I don't think Charlotte FC gets a result. Right. We're walking away... Just extremely disappointed. Totally. I uh, almost, unlike the euphoria we pretty much felt walking up out of the stadium on Saturday. Totally. So, like for me, it's it's the big saves, it's the big chances that he denied because all of Miami's chances were against the run of play. It would have just been like a total mm-hmm. like arrow straight to the heart, dead on mm-hmm. the spot. In and if any of those chances went in, and they easily could have because. Mm-hmm. Shinashiki's threat on goal, his shot into that top. By the way, my view from uh, my seat of that goal was unbelievable. I imagine, yeah. Like, I saw it was like I was right behind the ball and just see it finish in like top left corner side netting. So it was. Someone do an edit montage. I'm sure the Charlotte uh, Brilliant uh, media team has already come up with this, but they've, you know, someone with eyes that are similar to mine hopefully saw the uh, parallels between the uh, Bender to uh, Swiderski goal that we had against New England, the first goal, yeah. and then that goal, just totally. that cross-across face yeah. goal and, like, sneaking into the back post and just putting it back across the face into the left side. You know what's interesting is that when I I'd see... I'd love to see a cut-up of those two. When I see that goal, it reminded me of open practice that we went to. Yeah? It was just, like, what they were doing. They are just yeah. whipping it in and yeah. trying to finish on the back post. So when you yeah. have a 4-3-3, like, that true... We, we said it was fun at the time and it wasn't serious, and... But if you want to create goals, that's that's truthfully what you have to do. And mm-hmm. and and Jordy Reyna's little left-footed dink over the top yeah, was, was, was so nice sweet because because you you called across, but it was actually inside the box when he hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It wasn't so, from a very wide area. So at it was all. like it was very more so with touch than it was with like a, a right, power cross. Pass. It was it was just a, a weight uh, of. Uh, driven pass. It's just a driven aerial pass. Just like yeah. he knew exactly where he was going. He it, knew who was going to be on the end of it. It, it was and beautiful. Shinya stretched. Watch a slow mo replay. You'll see how much he stretched for that. There's many times you see that play if you're watching the football match, 
and the the runner doesn't get there. And you're like, ah, oh, they they're just inches away. It's like, ah, oh, just almost yeah. got it. This time he made it, and that's what made it such a beautiful play. It, it was it was a great finish, and that finish happened in the the 68th minute. We talked about Danny Rios coming on late in the match, but Jordi Jordi Alcivar actually as well, and for Sergio Ruiz, who by the way. If Kalina wasn't my man of the match, I might make Ruiz my man of the match. All right. Well, I haven't given mine yet. I, I it's, <laughs> so, cle- it's clearly. You don't know who I'm going to say. You have no clue who I'm going to say. Is I think that boy. you're going to say Shinoshiki. Do you want to predict it? Shinoshiki. No, no. Andre, love it. Welcome to the club. Thank you for the three points. We expect many more from you uh, in dramatic situations just like that, whether you're starting or subbing in. But no, there's only one man of the match for me. And you look at sofa score ratings, it's not going to pop. Because there's a little yellow card next to his name. Oh, God. But keep in mind, that yellow card was earned at the half hour mark. It was very early. And I'm talking about the one and only Brand Brawny, bro. The man that Miguel himself called key. When he was asked by a reporter at the uh, recent press conference, how important has Brant Bronico been to uh, implementing everything you're trying to do with this club? He answered with one word, key. And Brandt was the key, and he's my golden boy of the match. It was a masterclass from Brownie Bro. Uh, you said first he was half everywhere. masterclass. I didn't know it was, it it was, was a he full continued, game He continued all the way through. He continued all the way through. He he and he never got he he played hard. He made tackles. He was on a yellow for the entire last hour plus five minutes of the match, and he played clean but hard. He cut everything out. He made offense happen. If you look at his heat map, he's in key areas. All his hot spots are in key areas. He's cutting things out. You know, you mentioned Kalina's big three saves. Yeah. There was one time he didn't have to make a save because Brant made a long run cutting out an attack that was great because he read it uh, from behind and just the kid's proven it. You know, I when this guy when we when Brant Bronico was one of the you know the fir- the first five we signed. You know, I'm the saying heat to myself, map is a pr- impressive. Yeah, of by course the way. it is. Uh, he's not yeah. my man of the match for a reason. You think I didn't do my yeah, research yeah. here? Okay, fair enough. Uh, but uh, I didn't know what to expect from him because I watched him play with the fire and I was like, okay, this guy. You know, he comes into this situation with the uh, Charlotte FC with something to prove. After, you know, not quite making it with Chicago, coming down a level in league to uh, USL and playing with the independents. But it was all about Grindset. And, you know, I think Grindset is a brilliant hashtag. I love Brawny Bro. The brand is taking off for the kid. And uh, he's my golden boy. Speaking of branding. Cheers. Cheers to that. And and as I'm looking through his statistics and – I, I see he was two for two on dribble attempts and success, and I like rem- vividly remember one of his sessions, just kind of dribbling through and and looking great on the ball. So he's doing it all, and I think and I'm really happy to hear you say that, you know, because I thought you were just going to give it to the goal scorer. No, just like, no, uh, no, 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 just like no, a no, cheap no. crown no, guy. But but to be no. fair, I mean I love Andre. Yeah, uh, everything we you know. Thank you for you the three points once again. I'll say it twice. Yeah, but for a Golden Boy performance. It was all. It's that. It's that heat map. It's that impact. It's those uh, those passes, those dribbles. You know, moving the ball up, moving the ball back, getting winning the ball back. He's on fire right now. Karua played great defensively, also. I know, but we need more from him. I, I was looking to see who Fuchs gave the captain's armband to, and I was like oh, I trying see. to study yeah, it on because I because yeah. I, I did the full ninety minute rewatch today. Okay. On Tudane. I haven't got there yet. On at MLS on Twitter. You can go there and just watch the match on your phone over. Yeah, whenever we're the first match on a Saturday, we'll always be on that Twitter feed, which is nice. You know, just wider audience for the club to see. 
the commentators cracked me up the yeah, entire great. time. Yeah, they were just like it's almost yeah. like they were just like not even commentating the match. Mm-hmm. They were just like kicking back, shooting the shit while watching the match, mm-hmm. um, which made for a really fun, different kind of watch. Because I'm so used to like the dramatic European announcers who have everything scripted before things start, and this was the total opposite. They it's a just, great cast. They were just like, "Hey, Charlotte looks cool. This place is rocking. Look, there's a bunch of flags <laughs> in the fan, uh, in yeah. the stands." They were like, take, yeah. they, "What they were trying, what they were doing on the show, on during the broadcast, I thought was fun. They were like trying to pick out different uh, national flags in the crowd, and they'd be like, oh, there's Argentina, there's Costa Rica, there's yeah, Ecuador, exactly, there's yeah. Mexico, there's well, U.S.' I was there was so much representation in the uh, supporter section with flags and signs. You know, I saw like signs that said Costa Rica and signs that said Ecuador and stuff like that beyond just the flags. So, uh, I mean. It's just rocking in there. Like, I just, at this point, you know, I want to get to later on down the road and hope it's still the same. You know, if I, if that makes sense. Because it, I found myself this Saturday, we're taking four the Four straight line wins at in. home? Yeah, four straight wins at home. Uh, and It's a fortress. Nice wins. It's a fortress, yeah, exactly. exactly. It's a fortress. It's the vault, it's, you know. It's not, it's Put the, three points in the vault when you're here, for sure. Well, the four, what is the, what is, oh, you know, what's the part of the castle? The keep. The keep, the keep. yes. The keep, for Where, sure. You know, yeah, all I like the, that. the royalty the goes. The keep is great, yeah, the keep yeah. is a great nickname, for yeah. sure. It's the keep of the city. For if, if Charlotte is a castle, Bank of America Stadium is the keep, 100%. I, totally. You know, we've got the towers and the spires, you know, all around, so it's kind of a cool, cool, uh, <laughs> image and uh, allegory for sure I like you know it's kind of funny like I, you know we're all proud Americans and we all were you know proud we revolted from the British but there is just something about sort of you know embracing that royal imagery you know in, in connection with the club it's kind of fun you know like the knights and the queens and everything they do is fun well so. it's, it's it's a part of this city it's part of the fabric of this city mm-hmm. is is the royal um, the Queen City you know that, that's what it is in Cincinnati um, you know we know I, I saw anyway today and I was surprised by this uh, and not happy about it, by the way, is that Cincinnati, FC Cincinnati, is fifth on the table. And Charlotte is eighth on the table. One spot out of a playoff spot. This is just the East, right? In the East, yeah. that's right. Exactly. Yeah, two, a few teams we've beat are so ahead of us. So, he, here's, I just want to share, I just want to share with you a new goal of mine. Atlanta's ahead of us, too. The new goal of mine is to make sure that we finish ahead of FC Cincinnati. Of course. And right now... We're three points back, and they've got a game in hand. No, they don't have a game in hand because they came here on that weekend and played us that weekend. Most most clubs do have a game in hand uh, on Charlotte, but my new goal of, of just finishing ahead of FC Cincinnati is really important for me because you can't call yourself the real Queen City if you've, you've finished behind them in the standings. Yeah, I mean, we can win the head-to-head, but you still need to finish ahead in the standings, I feel. That's, you know, for lack of... Uh, any other way to get a trophy? It'd be cool if we got a trophy going at some point. You know, that's that's the kind of stuff that we can develop down down the line as a club. I just think you were mentioning, you know, how great Charlotte is, and I think going to a Charlotte FC match, I just wanted, would love to comment on like how how much of a showcase it is for the city when you. It do is it. a showcase when you do it the way you know everyone's seeing their different little parts of the city. I love the rituals that we have. You know, of just like starting in Elizabeth. You know, just gets it was great. nearly going at Big Ben Pub. It, it was awesome at Big Ben. I walk yeah, it was, in, it was the best vibe at Big Ben so far. Like I feel like I've totally. We, we saw our favorite bartender there mm-hmm. as well, and we. I, I walked in there and I was like, "Let's do a round. Let's mm-hmm. do one round. I'm gonna close it out. Then we're gonna hop on the gold line. It start to rain a little bit. And I started to get worried of how how wet we were gonna get in the. But I said to myself, I said, you know, what, if it rains, it's a proper English Saturday. 
You know, it's like this is this yep. is good football. Late, mid-afternoon match in a light rain in the sunshine. That, I mean, what could be better? I felt you know ready to totally. kick David Beckham's ass. So, <laughs> so anyway, so we we did hop on the goal line. It was it was a good trip in, and for the first time, for the first time, and maybe somebody a better citizen than us put in a note with the uh, public transportation here in Charlotte with the government saying, hey, gold line hasn't been on time. And by God, that gold line was right, right on it time. It was humming this weekend. Yeah. It was absolutely humming. Yeah. So shout they, out. Yeah. If, if, if Kalina wasn't my golden boy of the match, I might make the gold line. It must be election season. Boy. You know, there must be somebody <laughs> running for office is the only thing I can think of for sure. Yeah, you're probably right, actually, now, you know, now that I think about it. But the gold line gets us there. We get uptown. We hit up hooligans. We do the same thing. Right. Hey, we're going to buy a round. Let's do a quick round. Exactly. Well, it's the but it's everything, man. It's the walk down the street, you know, to get from the last uh, we always gold walk. line stop to we, get to hooligans is great. You know, you see the preachers, church see, street, yeah, church you see, street. You start to see uh, gathering crowds, people streaming in towards the French Quarter, towards Romare Bearden. Like I said, there's these guys preaching. You know, it's yeah. like it kind of like rings in your ears as you're walking by, and you sort of get you know ready for this kind of like it's wedding experience. season. Yeah, it's, oh, there's it's everyone wedding walking scene, around like, in fancy yeah. gowns and and tuxes and stuff. So funny. Yeah, and we're on you the see, other side of that. How many awkward teens do we see this Saturday? Like, like w- strolling down the street, like in like trying out these like fancy clothes for the first time in their life. It's so funny. Yeah, it's prom season too. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, wedding sure. season, prom yeah. season, Charlotte FC. So uptown so was just funny. uptown was just like a blend of, of different events happening, and that's what it should be. That's what a real city's like. Mm-hmm. And um, the Charlotte FC match was was taken center stage. It was it was fantastic. So we get we get into hooligans. We hang out in the quarter, finish our drinks there, go into Re- Romare Bearden Park. Uh, the park was just a, a beautiful place. As there was it a festival is. going on. Yes. Which okay, so to me that means that means we could potentially have a, the official club parties in Romare Bearden. You know, like the McNick Street scene. You know, I'm going to continue to say that it looks awesome. Like it, I have no. It was beef like with crave, like that. yeah, crave like food and wine of Charlotte yeah. in Romare Bearden Park on so, Saturday when there's a Charlotte FC match. Right. I thought there was some kind of like permit, like you couldn't get permitting to have a big party in Romare Bearden. Now, that, but now I realize it's probably just a matter of money. I don't know the details, but it's like, hey, let's. No. It doesn't. Maybe not every week, but let's throw a big official Charlotte FC party in Romare Bearden. You know. Well, let me give and we'll uh, do a live episode on stage. I, I, I got to give a quick <laughs> shout out to Matt Gedlin who uh, stepped in and filled in admirably on the podcast last week at Birdsong. I enjoyed the episode; I loved it. And the reason why I thought about him now, and I probably give, should have given him a shout out sooner for stepping in last week when I was in Scottsdale, is because he kept calling him Dave Tepper. <laughs> and I was like, "It's like I've never seen anyone." But he, they must, yeah, must be boys. Yeah, they must. They must be boys. So, uh, so Dave, what he does is he. Is he buys that parking lot and he says, "No, you all go there." Yeah, because yeah. that's my parking lot that yeah. I bought. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, we don't need to be in a parking lot. Right. It's a good scene and the off the highway. Like, I'm not criticizing any of that. But I just there's nothing I feel over like there. There's something better. Yeah. There's nothing over there. I aspire to Romeo Beer, except for Clutch. Know? Yeah. Exactly. There's like the Clutch Bar yeah, that's exactly. over there. It's great. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. Like, I pre-parted over there before Panthers games. I mean, I'm, I totally get it. I just aspire to just like a slight thing that I think would be a little better. That's all. Which is the center right. part of the city. But. Right. So the French Quarter is the soul of soccer so, in the city. So you got to start. You got to get there. Exactly. That, that, it, every time, like I've tried. I've tried to go multiple. It's times, like a magnet, and I get drawn to the quarter. We, told, a, we it, told ourselves we weren't. We were going to skip the quarter and go straight to the stadium because the early entrance for season ticket members. Yeah. And we told ourselves that, and then where were we? Yeah, we're at the quarter. 
our moral compass. You know, we just you follow north, and there you, you you walk right in that red front door of Hooligans, and mm-hmm. give a shout out to Brandon, right? Uh, Big shout, great out. great bartender that, that's always hanging this out there. This is the type of bartender, of like this is the type of bartender that you and Rachel ordered me a drink uh, while I was in the bathroom, and like then I came out. And you guys were already outside, but Brandon like checked me and goes, "Hey, those guys got you," and handed me a beer. You know, like, what other bartender's gonna do that? Nah, he's, he's, he's he great. knows me by my face and my name. It's real great. Totally. And by the way, we're waiting for the new uh, grand reopening of Hooligans Elizabeth at that, some point this summer. That's only gonna make the scene even better over there yeah. pregame, hopefully. So that's why we weren't there when we were in Elizabeth. Um, so that, and then we got into the stadium. And, and by the way, here I gotta give another shout out now. Okay, and you know Massive where shout out. I know exactly where it's going. I'll let you take it away because you share a fandom with the the uh, party in question. And I'd like to think that I was a part of this. I mean, I Which was, part? you know, I I went up, Lee from uh, CLT FC TV, CLT Fan TV, CLT FC Fan TV, but just you can find fan him on TV. He's just Fan TV to me, Fan Fan TV Lee. Yeah, you you can you can find him on YouTube. He's he's got a ton of. Um, Fans, he's got a ton of of reach clearly within the club because right. we wanted to watch Spurs weekly li- weekly live streams on Wednesday nights. Check him out for sure. Good, good, shout him out. Yeah, he's a great fan. So we wanted to basically give this guy love uh, because he, we were watching Spurs Liverpool and it was on a small TV in the supporter mm-hmm. section bar. And Lee walked over and he was trying to watch the match. And I looked at him and I was like, dude, what the heck? Why can't, can you put in a word, bro? And I almost was being tongue in cheek with this right. guy. Right. Because it, it was like, it was like four hour pregame coverage of the Kentucky Derby on the big screen, which tons of commercial breaks. And we're like, yeah. why are we looking at a Nissan commercial on the giant screen and squinting our eyes to see Liverpool Tottenham, you know, over on this side screen? So what happened? So, tongue in cheek, I say, hey, man, can you put a word in, dude? And he's like, yes, man, I will put a word in. He whips out his phone. Takes his phone out, sends a text message. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. And I think I, I had shared this with a couple of people. I said, you know, Lee's working on it. And some people rolled their eyes. And I was like, you know what, give Who's him a chance. Who's some people? Who's some people? <laughs> I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name names. And then all of a sudden, Derby's off. Right. And Moments later. The, one of the biggest <laughs> matches of the, the game, of the year in Premier League uh, football is on the big screen sharing mm-hmm. with, for some reason, the – the hockey game, which I, I don't want to get into that, Charlotte FC. Why the fuck is hockey on at the supporter section bar of an MLS stadium? Right, I mean, and it I, was like Pittsburgh versus, like, uh, D.C. Right, it wasn't the Canes. You know, it wasn't I'm, the Canes. I'm, I'm a Caniac all the way, but it wasn't even the Canes. It wasn't so the yeah. Canes. I mean, yeah, like, well, hooligans, I can't expect the supporter section bar to live up to the example of hooligans, I guess, but they were streaming uh, Serie A. Hooligans had the uh, oh, no shit. Had the Premier League because it's the, the soul. Yeah, they know exactly. what to do. They had a French league game on, I think, on the on the one of their screens. They only have four or five they, screens. So you know why, by the way, Brandon the bartender, he gets exactly. set up for everybody. But let's stream soccer in the supporter section bar and not hockey for sure. I agree. Don't do the easy thing. Do the smart thing. That's going to make you stand out from, up, up from the pack for sure. Right. If you're charging that much for beer, although I did appreciate the the discount on some of the early prices, I guess. So we we've had so much fun on this show today. I mean, we we are. I yeah, think the we, hour's getting late, right? It is. Yeah, so yeah. We're, we're having fun. We are uh, absolutely bouncing from topic to topic, and I think that makes for a great show. Um, so I just want to spin the the dial forward a little bit, you know. Let's and kick it forward. Start to yeah, kick it forward up to Richmond, where the kickers are are waiting for Charlotte FC in the fourth round of the U.S. Open Cup. Um, that match is on Wednesday. I was supposed to be there. Unfortunately, I will not be there. Um, I have to hop on a flight down to Pensacola on Wednesday instead. Um, and I have to miss the match on Saturday. 
so I'm just I, I'm just gonna be forthright with with our listeners. Not happy about it. It's the first home match that I'm missing, but you know, considering I traveled to uh, to Atlanta, considering I traveled to Greenville, considering you know I traveled to DC. I hope y'all maybe give me a break on this one because uh, I'm gonna spend the weekend with my father-in-law. Uh, in a member guest golf tournament. Sometimes you need to put in time to build relationships, and a, you know, a father-in-law relationship is, is very important and special. So you know, I know you guys are going to have a great time playing golf down there together yes. in uh, somewhat competitive situation. Yeah. So I think that could be fun, and I totally. uh, hope you guys have a lot of great bonding. I'm sure you'll get to stream the game from wherever you're at, and uh, give me a great time. Absolutely, but you're going to be here. You're I'll gonna, be here. You're not going up to Richmond. I'll be it's, here. It's a, t- it's a it's a tough. You can't do a day trip to Richmond. I'll be here, and I can't get to Richmond. No, I can't get up to Richmond. I'll be. We'll be watching that uh, on the internet on Wednesday night. I would have loved to get up there. I hope to get to our next cup match. I think it would be against the Nat. If it was, if it's in Nashville, I might, I might go to Nashville. We'll see. Hopefully, we, yeah, we can host we something here. If it's in Atlanta, I don't. Well, hopefully, we're hosting here. Yeah, for sure. But I. I might go to Nashville just to see their new stadium if we were playing them in the Cup. But we've got to win but yeah, let's on just, Wednesday yeah, let's not, first. Let's we've got to win kickers. on Wednesday first. Kickers, don't know a ton about them. I think they're fifth place right now in their USL division. They're I'm one look, of the longest-running clubs in, in the United States. They have a ton of history, but they did lose yesterday to Wisconsin, uh, Ford Madison. So they're coming off a loss, and they did beat the Charlotte Independents a couple weeks ago, 2-1 in Charlotte. Guess who is going to be... Uh, hanging out in Richmond on on uh, Wednesday night, our boy Danny Rios and TT Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. the boys are going to be playing. TT Redemption. Be, yeah, TT oh, yeah, Redemption. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah, he could yeah. get on the score sheet on Wednesday. Yeah, I could also see Shin Yashiki starting. You know why not? You know he he had a thirty minute cameo. He hasn't played a ton for Colorado. Let's run him out again. I, 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 Let's I don't, get some firepower. I don't there. start him. I keep him in the same role. I make him feel comfortable in that. Hey, man, you're gonna start the next. ML- you're gonna start versus Montreal in Gaines's spot on Possibly, yeah. on on Saturday I'd night. I'd love to see that personally. Yeah. Because and we're gonna reward you for the way that you came in and created mm-hmm. the goal and played well. But be prepared to do the same thing against Richmond that if you did again, a, yeah, against okay. yeah, I'm Miami. That, yeah. We'll see which way MAR goes. I could see it both ways to be honest. But your way works out a lot better for me uh, as a fan. So hopefully it's your way. So we've got Richmond. Um, and then of, of course we got Montreal, Montreal, which which will be it's going to be it's it, let's set the week it's it's the Canadian squad coming to the United States it's an international match on Saturday night in Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> well, except that their uh, best player is one of the best uh, U.S. players, the probably the the most unknown U.S. men's national league player. I don't know why this guy never gets in the mix for the national team, but Georgi Mihailovic is just a spectacular MLS player. He's one of the the best players in at Major League Soccer this season so far. Uh, early MVP candidate in my mind. He has been growing and getting better. Uh, played on the Chicago Fire with Brant Bronico, I believe. I think they're former teammates on the Fire oh. before he went to Montreal. So, Bronny bro, uh, great fucking double, yeah, I'd have great to double, match, Bronny bro. <laughs> definitely have Let's to double go. check the stats, but it'd be great to see Bronny bro getting in his shit for sure. Uh, Georgie is awesome. I wish he was on the men's national team. I honestly think New England, you know, coming in had such the reputation with their trophy last year of, uh, you know, most points ever or whatever. So I slammed the table. <laughs> but uh, uh, Montreal, I will say, is the best team that has come to Bank of America so far this year in terms of this season and what I've seen so far. We're, they're dangerous. I don't know. We have been, we've run hot with clean sheets. Kalina sheets have been coming in a nice flow, and that doesn't usually happen in MLS. So. We're going to need goals. We're going to need to score to beat Montreal 100%. It's a huge week ahead. Uh, 180 minutes of soccer, potentially 205 
<laughs> no, no, excuse me. Maybe a PK shootout. Who knows? Ma- I yeah, think my yeah. math is wrong Check there. The fuzzy math on that. I, I yeah, think yeah. my math is potentially. The sun is setting, and <laughs> so is, yeah. <laughs> potentially 210. There with an extra go. 30. I don't <laughs> know why go. I made it an extra 25. There we go. But we need the extra 30. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no are are we going to need the extra 30 on Wednesday night against Richmond? I for sure hope not. But I think this is going to be a really tough match on Wednesday night. So if you're a fan, if you think that this U.S. Open Cup fixture against Richmond on the road is just some fly up there, drive up there, I don't know what the club's going to decide to do. If you think this is going to be easy this week on Wednesday night, mm-hmm. here's what I'll say. I got news for you. It ain't going to be easy. You're right. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to say. We can't make it, unfortunately, but the coolest thing I saw today as I was taking in the Sunday content fiesta, checking all the club videos and pictures yeah, and yeah. everything and all the bloggers and, and uh, broadcasters doing their things, uh, a few people, a few of our listeners out there and, and you know fans of this podcast shared some pictures of their family being at the game and like their seats from the game and stuff like that. I tweeted them at us. I tried to retweet a couple that I saw and uh, good on you. It makes us feel like a community, you know. We're not really aspiring to like you know take over the world here, but we want to build a community around this club. And uh, anybody that wants to come hang with us someday at a match, maybe a, you know at a recording session, you know on stage at Romare Beard and Park at the official uh, half halfway through the season gala that uh, Dave Dave Tepper buys for the club. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, uh, thank you and follow us up for the Crown Baby and uh, follow John Hayes on air. Uh, I'm at Danny Brams. I don't need any more followers. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Cheers. Um, we may be back with an episode this week. We may not be back with an episode this week. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm going uh, out of town again on Wednesday. I hate to do that. But Danny Brams is going to be here holding down the fort. Maybe he can get Matt We can Geslin bring Geslin back. We could do a Zoom episode. Let's maybe give us feedback if you want. Shout us out on social media if you want. And give, us a, give us a shout. And until next time, please leave us a review. Five-star review does a lot for the pod. Uh, tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what you don't like about the show. If you love and you hate the show at the same time, uh, tell us why. I think that's 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 fun feedback. And, of we course, get hit the follow button on Apple Podcasts. That really does help us. Follow the show. Get the automatic downloads. And enjoy the Charlotte Soccer Show because, you know, it's always for the crown, baby. Mm-hmm.